0: Hello, fellow citizens. This is the Common Sense American, and we are starting another week of crazy, crazy news, and topping the list is Kamala Harris being the pick of Joe Biden for vice president. So that's his running mate, and if anybody's surprised, well, they shouldn't be. Whether she's, well, she's not black, technically, but she's a minority, and that's all he needed. Um, And the bottom line is, and I think most people know this, Um, Democrats know that Biden uh, would not be a two-term president. be lucky if he made it through four years. All this has ever been is, you know, pushing him, is a way to get who they really want in office, which would be a perennial loser like Harris. She's already lost huge, and she would lose huge against Trump. But here's a way, a loophole, to try and get her in there. And uh, aside from Harris, who... Honestly, I just don't care anything about, I mean, there are worse candidates, there are better candidates. Bottom line is, it's just identity politics, and it doesn't really even matter what her platform is, so who cares? Um, But I wanted to give people sort of, everyone's like, well, what will the country be like if if Biden wins? And and there are a lot of uh, people who believe that Biden will be manipulated and used by the far left, which of course he will be. Um, But the scarier part is if the presidency is owned by the Democrats and the uh, Senate slips back to the Democrats somehow, and I mean, if you have a fully uh, leftist controlled government and you combine it with what I always say are the three pillars of power, which are the media and education and entertainment, and all those are controlled by the left, uh, at that point, you will start to see the fundamental changes in this country that we have not wanted to see but the left have been pushing for and the only way they can do what they know is they need full control they they can't just have the three pillars power it's it's almost enough but if they get the white house too uh and they they nail down the, the the house and senate in future years it's that'll be it um But it'll be Biden, getting Biden there is definitely a giant step for them. And I wanted to give you a a sneak preview of what this country will look like under Biden or really under any Democrat rule, could be Harris, doesn't matter, the same thing will happen. Uh, First and foremost, your taxes will go absolutely ballistic. Uh, It's a well-known fact by now. If you live in a Democrat-controlled area, be it a town, city, or state, you pay the highest taxes in the nation because that's all Democrats know how to do. Um, your taxes will just go insane. They want socialism anyway, and that'll be the first step towards it. On top of which, if you factor in the uh, recent coronavirus stimulus packages, which, of course, we were always going to have to pay for, and our children and grandchildren and, and great-grandchildren are still going to be paying for. that, Those trillions of dollars will have to be accounted for. And God forbid we go to other countries, the hundreds of countries that owe us billions— and say, hey, you know, you got to pay down your tab a little. You know, God forbid we do that, but whatever. Um, it's going to fall to us. We are going to have to shoulder that bill. You combine it with Democrat tax insanity uh, for endless assistance programs, uh, spending obscene amounts on things that nobody should ever need or use. Um, you're you're going to be looking at, uh, you, you won't even begin to believe how high these taxes are going to go. Uh, and, and again, if they're going to push it towards socialism. So it's just going to keep climbing higher and higher and higher. And one of the ways they're going to do that is they're going to take our health care, which, of course, is already mostly socialized in that we are all paying for things we should not be paying for. Coverage that we sh- don't have or need. Men should not be paying for coverage for pregnant women. It's ridiculous. And there's a lot of things that everybody is paying for that has no bearing on them. We should only pay for what applies to us. But that's not what's happening. We're paying for everyone else. We're paying for all the slugs out there who refuse to take care of themselves. That's what's happening right now. That is socialized medicine. They're not paying anything. They're costing the system countless millions every year because they won't take care of themselves, so everybody else has to take care of themselves. And there's no evidence that's saying that this country's getting any healthier, it's only getting worse, more dope sick, more hooked on medication, Fatter, slower, and stupider. I'm sorry, that's what's happening, and so, yeah, someone's going to have to pay for that. In this way, everybody's going to pay for it, so that's going to fall on us as well. And you're going to see that start coming out of your paycheck. Um, the 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 total net that you start bringing home will be I don't I don't even want to guess. I don't even want to think about it. And bear in mind. That what you're shooting for here, the kind of socialism they're shooting for, is the kind that destroyed Venezuela, is the kind that brought Greece to its knees. It's the kind, it's, it's not, you, everyone always, you know, they're going to point to some Scandinavian countries and other countries in Europe that uh, do okay with it. The, the problem is they always fail to point out that those countries are not wholly socialist. Their leaders would be the first ones to stand up and say, no, we are capitalist at our core. Uh, Norway just recently said, you know, I hope everybody understands that, yes, we have a lot of socialist programs. We have a lot of assistance programs. But at our core, how this system functions is still capitalistic in its nature. And most of the countries are like that. Plus, I'm sorry, but this is a, this is a point, is that they are mostly homogeneous and much healthier country than us. We cannot survive by taking care of us. The minority, if the, if only the minority is healthy, which is the fact in this country right now. The minority cannot support the majority. That just mathematically doesn't work. And that is not a problem in many European countries. They're just in much better condition than we are physically and mentally. They are not falling apart like we are. And blame it on any number of things from fast food to sedentary lifestyle to, whatever, to drugs to whatever. But that's just the way it is. And we cannot be implementing a system where everybody pays for everybody else if most people are a train wreck okay so that's just we can't make those comparisons that's why similar systems in completely different environments do not function the same let's not forget this the next thing that's going to happen is you are going to see uh, the NRA is going to disappear they're already they already made a push to to uh, disband the NRA in New York if Democrats control the White House and every other facet of government that's going that's just this just a given and um, that that's you forget it. If you're a member, it's 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 over. Um, and maybe the next step after that will also be disarming all police. Uh, part of defunding the police movement is essentially removing many of their weapons and especially the deadly weapons. So, and they think they can actually get away with having uh, cops wander around with just you know tasers. Uh, that that that'll do well with the billion dollar black market firearm industry that has, pe- you know, criminals running around with military-grade armor and weapons, and the people who are supposed to stop them have tasers. And the, the Democrats' answer to this is more social programs, that we are going to take these hardened criminals, put them basically in a spa, tell them, oh, you just made a bad choice, and this is how you're supposed to live. They're, you know, as soon as I heard this, defi- and understood what they were going for, I just pictured hundreds of thousands of completely amoral, dangerous criminals, of which there are many, many, just giggling, just, just laughing themselves to so death. <laughs> Did you see this? They're going to try this. It's going to be a freaking field day. We can do whatever we want. Honestly, we can do whatever we want. The Chicago, uh, I believe, the police superintendent basically just slammed the city authorities for saying um, rioters took to the streets because they know there'd be no consequences. They knew that the police couldn't do anything. That's just citizens who are pissed off. That's just everyday people. Can you imagine what would happen if we start taking away everything the police have to stop crime and criminals when hardened criminals are coming to town and saying, "Yeah, well, I think we'll just take this, 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 and this. Go ahead and try and stop us. Oh, and by the way, with the banning of the NRA, which will happen, they're going to tear down the Second Amendment as well, and they're going to disarm all the citizens too. So they are going to completely paralyze the entire country and make them completely unable to fight back, including those who are supposed to be defending us. I suppose what's next is just, you know, maybe we'll give the military Nerf guns. I don't know. Maybe that's a good idea. On the belief that... There is nobody coming to this country who's going to hurt us. There's nobody in this country who's going to hurt us. Speaking of which, you can expect pretty much all citizenship law and immigration law to be so relaxed to the point of being non-existent. The borders will open once again. The flood will happen once again, as it did under Obama, in which, during which time we saw a skyrocketing amount of people on, uh, on welfare. The prison system going nuts. Crime going insane because, oh, gee, surprise, surprise, the majority of illegals who get in this country have criminal pasts. And the majority of even people who are legally in this country who are recent immigrants are on some form of government assistance. So all those assistance programs go ballistic. They cost us billions. Between the health care, the welfare, the other assistance programs, programs, and everything else that we're giving these people who... Whether they should be here or shouldn't be here, either way, it's costing us billions. You add that up, add that to the overall price tag of what citizens are going to have to pay for. Not only do they have to pay for the, to, or repay what this stimulus uh, insanity has been, they're going to have to, we have to repay that. Not only that, not only do we have a socialist, uh, structure now, where our taxes are going to go ballistic. Not only do we have healthcare that's only going to get more and more insane and more socialistic, so more taxes are going to that as well. You've got the, the uh, new influx of immigrants coming here or only going here to take money. I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying obviously a large percentage of them because a large percentage of them are on government assistance and stay there for a long time. Add that to the tally. I mean, we're already talking about basic American hardworking citizens paying for things that are only going to hurt them, that are only going to get in the way. And it's, it's one thing if we say, if, if we were like, you know, Japan or Australia or one of these other countries who understood how immigration is supposed to work and made it very difficult to become a full naturalized citizen and said, what are you going to do when you come here? What are your plans? Uh, do you have a job? Um, can you adapt and assimilate to this country and its cultures and ideals? These are all things that, other, uh, that immigrants to other countries actually have to do, you know. We're the only morons on the planet who don't do it. Well, Sweden is pretty open on that. And there are a few places in, in Europe who are finding out that that's not a good idea. Um, but this whole, the globalist uh, uh, theory is going to take hold. There will be, you You can even forget, I, I, I don't even know, they, they might tear down the entire concept of the United States. I mean, they don't care. They, they don't like this country. We have seen that proven over and over and over again. They want it remade in their image, or in this case, a globalist image. If you ask any hard left Democrat, they're going to tell you that they don't want this country to even be a country. They want it to be all open borders. They want everybody to be welcome. They want it to be basically a land of nothing. You know, the whole Kumbaya land where every single person on the planet is welcome regardless of what their intentions are, regardless of what their paths are, regardless of what, their, uh, what they intend to do when they get here. No, they don't care. Just everybody's fine. Everybody come on down and we'll pay for you. We don't know how, but we'll do it. We'll try anyway until we go broke. So that's one segment. The next thing you can expect to see, uh, cascading down through is into our education system. Uh, Curricula will be even more hard left than it ever has been, which I'm not even sure it's possible, but I, I guess it is. You're going to see more and more control given to the teachers, to the state in general, and more taken away from parents. Parents have already been fighting this for years, and the only way they've been hanging on a little is because, you know, Democrats aren't in full, full control. They're mostly in control of the education system. But we do have people in place, uh, people like DeVos, for example, who I'm not that crazy about, but at least she's sort of a stumbling block for many Democrats, um, and she doesn't believe in certain things. the Democrats believe in when it comes to education, so that's a help, and Trump certainly is standing up for parents and standing up against the state and the government, intruding on family life. Uh, But you you put Biden in there and then Harris uh, or whatever, and we're going to have a serious problem. You're, You're going to be... Uh, parents will be essentially taken out of the loop. You may as well just pack up your kid and send them off to some state-sponsored camp because it's not going to be any different. And your, the, your, uh, your ability to resist that as a parent will be severely hindered. You will have almost no say in the education of your child. They're going to bring up your children. The state is going to because they're going to indoctrinate them with their ideas And that's the way it's going to be. If you disagree, too bad. Chances are it will be against the law. It's not just that they want to make homeschooling against the law. They want that gone. They don't want you, you know, saying, oh, well, forget them. We're going to teach the kids. No, that's not good because then they can't control. They have no control over what's going into these kids' heads, and they don't like that. They just had some teachers. uh, I think it might have been... New Jersey, or somewhere where they were whining about how this um, hybrid form of education that's going to be happening, which by the way is completely idiotic, um, part of this virtual, and they're afraid that conservative parents, so called helicopter parents, which of course is insulting, but this is all Democrats know how to do insult people, uh, these so called helicopter parents will be listening in on the, the lessons of the kids and hearing what the teachers are saying. And they don't like this because they're afraid, you know, the parents will be, quote-unquote, dangerous in reaction. I'm confused. Why should it matter if the parents listen? what have you got to hide? My parents could have come to school when I was in school and listened in any class. No teacher would have cared. They thought it a little weird, but they wouldn't have cared. They wouldn't have worried about it. They're just teaching. They're up there teaching fractions. The only reason a teacher would be worried about someone else listening to their lesson is if that lesson was basically indoctrination and brainwashing. That's all they, that's the, no one's going to take issue with you teaching them grammar. They're going to take issue with you, with you teaching them so-called gender studies at the age of six. Yeah, they're going to take issue with that. And they damn well should. But this is the point. Pretty soon, parents will not be able to complain. They will not be able to put up a fuss because it won't matter. That's another issue you can consider. What else is going to happen? Well, let's see. Black Lives Matter will probably become a much bigger uh, in, uh, group organization than we think. Um, and if you really believe that racial tensions are bad now, wait until you see what happens when bait, when you put these racists in charge and are essentially telling people that anybody who's basically a oh, A straight white male needs to be attacked. There will be attacks on, and there already have been, attacks on straight white male males or just white people in general. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to report on it. It's not going to be in any mainstream news archive anywhere. You can't find it. If it's there, it's there for two seconds and then erased. You have to look at alternative media, which of course nobody's going to believe. But gee, it just happens to be in local newspapers. But again, maybe on page 11, somewhere behind the classifieds, yes, you're going to see that rise more. Because no matter who they are, no matter what race they are, no matter what color their skin is, no matter what religion they are, no matter what ethnicity they are, if you stomp on them enough, they're going to push back. Historically speaking, we have seen that down through the ages. And at this point, they really don't believe, they still believe they're going to push the narrative. That white people are in some position of privilege, which in this at this moment in time, it could not be farther from the truth. The only people you can make jokes about are white people. The only people you can really fire without having any trouble from the labor board or the ACLU are white people. The only people that can't get into college because of the color of their skin are white people. The only people who are likely to get attacked on the street just for walking down the street wearing something like a Trump t-shirt are white people. The only people who can't say and speak their minds on television, on the internet, in in newspapers, on news shows. The only ones who can't do that and who are always subject to being deemed racist are white people. Minorities can't be racist. Minorities can't be in the wrong. Minorities cannot be uh, any. They can't be fired. They can't be not hired. They have to be considered for everything. You have to put them in the position of power. If you take a white person for any reason, whether they're qualified or not, over a person of color, you are a racist and that is bad. And when this continues to happen, and when this happens at a continued high level, when all the companies who are hiring are are doing this, when every single studio in Hollywood is doing this, by the way, show me a movie that has all white people in it. Go ahead. I'll, I'll give you money. There isn't one. On the other hand, I can show you quite a few that have all minorities and no white people and we're all perfectly fine with it. This is not diversity. This is racism. This is what's going to happen. Schools have absolute mandates. They need a certain number of minorities in their schools, and so do businesses. This is all starting to happen very, very quickly. You are going to see this. We're going borderline apartheid here. And that's only going to get worse. And you're going to have a completely blind president, whoever it is, as long as a Democrat, basically telling you that this is okay. Because the media says it's okay. Entertainment says it's okay. Education says it's okay. The three pillars of power, combined with a Democrat president, is a disaster. It's going to completely uproot this nation. It's going to finally tackle the fundamental basics of this nation and either destroy them or rewrite them or something. The Constitution will likely have to be rewritten. And again, in their image, it will be a socialist nation for all intents and purposes. We're already on that path. This will just complete it. Taxes will go berserk. The amount of... uh, Tension in the air will only get worse. These people are not about unity and togetherness. They're about about hatred and division. We all know that. That will only get worse. They're not going to heal anything. They are only going to turn this country into a third world hellhole, as pretty much every major Democrat city is right now. And state to this point. So that right there is a sneak preview, a snapshot, if you will of a very dark world under a a Democrat leader. And I have said many times in the past that um, I don't know if I can handle it. Uh, I I might just have to get out of here. Um, There are many places in the world I can go and many of us can go and we just, you know, I I understand people are going to say, no, no, you you stand and you fight for the country. Yeah, I I understand that. I I get the premise. Uh, I applaud it. Um, I'm just a little tired. I'm a little fatigued. And uh, when you have the three pillars of power and then all of government, just all in control of one particular way, the, the only, the, the, I mean, I don't even know what you do with that because voting is pointless at that, at, at that stage. It doesn't even matter um, because they have control. They have control of everything and they're not going to cede that control. They're going to rig every election they can find. Um, they're already trying. What, what do we think mail-in ballots are? I know people think if this is going to be any fraud at all, it could benefit Republicans just as easily as it could benefit uh, Democrats. Um, I don't really believe that's necessarily true. I just believe it's a broken system. and won't work either way. Um, But, you know, you've got uh, a huge amount of power, influence and pull all on one side. And I don't really know how to combat that. Um, We're going to have to prove that we are not in the minority, just like we did four years ago. Um, If we if that doesn't work and the media is able to tell everybody, oh yes, look, the right wing is in the minority and you know what, we just need to eliminate them. That will be the other goal. They want a one party system. They don't want, they don't even care, forget two, three, four, no, they want one party system. They want them and that's it. They don't care about dissenting opinion. They don't care about anything else. This is the way things are going to be. Take it or leave it. That is their mantra. Take it or leave it. This is how it's going to be. If you don't like it, you can get out, or you can be re-educated, or you can shut up and sit in the corner. That's it. That is the future if it goes full blue. So, hope that scares you a little bit, because it should. Um, and that's it for me for this week. Uh, please consider subscribing and sharing, if you will. I'm constantly shadow banned on Twitter all the way. No idea why. I don't really even. I don't swear in my shows. I don't say anything against people on Twitter. I don't get into fights, but whatever. I Like four people see my posts on uh, uh, an account of 14,000 plus, but whatever. Um, big tech, by the way, maybe there should be four pillars of power because big tech's a big one. And, yep, that's all left is controlled to. Um, so, anyway, uh, I appreciate your time. And uh, I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you.